History Makers, I'm Matt Prater. Today we're chatting with Sylvie Palladino. Now she's one of the girls you may have seen on the telly singing on the Christmas carols and she's also sung at the NRL and AFL Grand Finals. She's performed for the Olympics in Beijing. She's travelled all around the world. She's got an amazing voice and an amazing story to share with us today. Welcome to the show, Sylvie. How are you? I'm very well, Matt. How are you? Wonderful. It's so good to finally connect with you. Uh, Now, for those who don't know your story, tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about how you first got into singing as a young lass. Well, gee, that was many, many years ago, Matt. Um, I was nine when I started singing uh, and just did it for the love of it. Um, so I started singing lessons and um, it was the one thing I found that I was naturally good at. And um, so I, I just did that. I, I got into a, a band when I was 12 as their lead vocalist and we used to uh, perform at weddings and being Italian, there's always a function to go to. So we were very busy um, engaging anniversaries, baptisms, all sorts of things. Um, And then from that, I was asked to sing a song um, for the Italian Song Festival here in Melbourne, which I did, and I won that competition. A week later, um, I won the grand final of Young Talent Time. In those days, this was 1986, uh, they had talent discoveries, one a week, and so I'd, I'd... done the heat and um, I was into the grand final and I won it and from that it sort of springboarded me into this industry that I'm in now um, very much by accident. I actually wanted to be a hairdresser. Oh did you really? I did yeah. <laughs> uh, you know I come from a very simple um, family, immigrants that came in the 50s um, that have struggled all their life and, and so we never had any grand ideas of you know, what we could do with our lives. It was just about sort of, you know, getting by. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of being a singer didn't even enter into my mind. Um, And it sort of happened just through, you know, winning this competition that that it sort of came about. So um, I wanted to be a contemporary singer um, as a teenager and fell into musical theatre. And that's sort of where my career, I suppose, you know, sort of took off. Um, I started in Les Mis and um, I was blessed to travel to London and perform on the West End there. Um, I then went into Cats, Miss Saigon, Hair, Mamma Mia... Um, you know, The King and I, what else have I done? Arches, lots of different <laughs> shows. And that sort of has been my my niche, I suppose. That's become my genre. Um, but my true genre is that I love doing all sorts of music. Um, I believe music is connected purely to the spirit and I love expressing, you know, myself, my love, my faith, everything through my gift of song. 
Well, you know, every time you come on the telly for, uh, you know, Christmas carols, you know, yeah. and I know you sing like Oh Holy Night and some yeah. of those beautiful songs. My wife goes, shush, honey, Sylvie's on. She's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we love seeing you on the Christmas carols. Oh, and I know, I know you do lots of performances. But you mentioned that, you know, it's a spiritual thing for you. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your faith journey. Uh, what, what do you believe in and, and how did you get into it? Well, of course, I believe in, uh, in Jesus. I believe that he's the son of God and he's my salvation through his death. And I, I, I raised a Catholic, um, so my family, uh, we were Catholics growing up. And um, I suppose it was my mum and my second sister started going to, um, I think they used to call it a charismatic church. Yeah, okay. Okay, so that's where it all sort of <laughs> started. The seed was planted through there. I never went to that church, but obviously they came home and we talk, talk, talking about it. Um, and then after that, they started going to Evangelical Christian Church. And I started going to that church, but prior, just prior to that, I was in Sydney doing Miss Saigon, and I was working with these beautiful Filipino girls who are very much into their faith and very outward and spoken, spoken about it uh, all the time, you know. And um, I remember one of the girls playing a song called More Than Wonderful, the Sandy Patty song. Okay. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Sandy Patty now, but mm-hmm. in those days I'd never heard of her. And so she played me this song, and I remember just feeling this thing going on inside me. And I thought, wow, I want to know. I want to know more about this God that she was talking about in this song. Um, and I, I suppose that's where it all began for me. And and that was in 19. 19- 95 and since then um it's been a slow gradual coming into god's presence for me um on my part uh, god was knocking on the door and i was opening the door that i always say i kept the fly screen closed you know <laughs> uh the screen door was always closed and uh i was i took that sort of plunge into my faith um probably about I'd say close to 10 years ago, I was baptised and, um, and you know, I still struggle at times. This industry is a very difficult industry, um, but I have a wonderful family and network of friends around me and a great church that I go to, uh, Essendon Baptist Church now. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving life. You're listening to History Makers, and today we're speaking with Aussie singer-songwriter Sylvie Palladino. I've chatted to Marina Pryor before, and she's shared her faith journey as well. And, you know, yeah. she's got a beautiful voice, and often you two will be singing at similar events. And, yeah, we're and, very good friends, you know. Yeah? Yeah, we go back a long, long way. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, what a blessing it is to know that some of our best singers in our country, mm. uh, you know, are shining a light for Jesus as well. Absolutely. Uh, it's so good to hear. Here. Uh, and a part of your faith journey, you've recently uh, been named as an ambassador for yep. Watoto Children's Choir, Watoto Children's Ministries. What an incredible ministry that is. Oh, incredible. And they sent you to Uganda. Tell us about that. I did. Oh, I get chills just thinking about it, you talking about it. Um, look, it, it all sort of came about last year in July. I was approached about the choir and I'd never seen the choir and so they flew me to Adelaide uh, I'd missed their 
moment in Melbourne. So they flew me to Adelaide and I went to see them in a small little humble church and um, and these kids got up in, in their African attire and they had the most beautiful smiles and they sang about their love for Jesus and they gave their testimonies of you know, where, how they came to be in Watoto. And um, for those of your listeners that don't know, Watoto started out as an orphanage for children. Yeah. And um, so they, you know, they get children that parents have died, but our mothers have died through childbirth. Um, mothers have died through HIV, uh, which is, you know, rife in that region. Um parents just abandon children they mm. can't they can't feed them they can't make ends meet so they just abandon them on the side of the road and so Watoto have they started um many years ago to to bring in children to this orphanage and um so these children that I saw were giving testimonies and I remember one boy he was 13 years old and he talked about um being walking with his mother and the rebels came and they shot his mother and um and he was left alone and i tell you he was crying and i was hysterical in the front row of this concert and when they asked me if i would be an australian ambassador i absolutely jumped at that opportunity um i've always had a soft spot for africans in general, and children, um, my heart, and so I thought, yep, this is exactly what I want to do. So they they took me to Africa, and so not only are they uh, running the orphanage now that takes in children uh, from all different situations, they also take in premature babies. Um, it's incredible work what they're doing, and they keep them there till they're two years old and then they send them to a village they've created these these villages where they've had houses built and they house eight children to each um, home and they have a nominated mother that lives with them and raises them as her own children so these mothers are they're either abandoned from their own village or they have children that they've raised and now they want to give back to the other children of Uganda. Uh, incredible things that they're doing. They have a school there, they have a church there. Um, the children are getting every opportunity to become great leaders of their nation. Um, they also have a program called Living Hope, which um, takes women that are HIV positive, um, they are, most of the time, the women that are HIV are abandoned by their families. Uh, they don't want to know them. There's a real stigma that goes with being HIV, which I think is worldwide. Mm -hmm. um, but there they're not you know, helped by the government with medication or whatever. So they, they die if they're not looked after. Um, Living Hope take them in. They give them medication. They teach them... Um, arts and crafts so they make uh, clothing they make handbags uh, they do jewel make jewelry beads all that sort of stuff they make honey peanut butter um, they do all sorts of things and the women are paid for the job they do um, they then are sent out to 
with that money either rent a property where they can live because most of them prior to that are living on the street. Um, they can send their children to school if they have children. Uh, they're helping them to, to teach them to uh, start businesses and give them, you know, business sort of mind to, to know how to do that. They're doing incredible, incredible work. It's what such a great ministry. You? you know, Sylvia, I've, I've had them in the studio before, um, yeah. a bunch of kids, and we got them to sing live. Yeah. And, you know, you just get chills up your spine when Amazing. you hear them sing. Uh, they're, they're really talented kids. And the thing I love about it, they're not just giving them a hand out. No. They're giving them a hand up. Uh, Some of these kids are going on to have very influential careers, Mm. not only in Uganda, but around the world. Well, that's the thing. And and I suppose the main thing I learnt being there is that they don't want your pity. Yeah. Uh, They don't want a handout. They love that you're there supporting them. Um, But they are capable people that are doing, they are learning from, I suppose, the white man that comes there and Mm -hmm. gives them ideas of how we do things. Um, But then they're taking those ideas and they're making them their own and they're they're getting ahead themselves. You know, they've made a, they've got a goat farm there that um, feeds the children, they feed the milk of the goats to the babies because the goat's milk is the closest thing to mother's milk. So they're now running that farm themselves. Um, They have uh, another farm where they've got fruit and veg. They've got a a dam that was made by a group of Australians. But now they're running that and they're learning all about agriculture and all that sort of stuff. Um, Incredible work that they're doing, really. um, They're an amazing, resilient um, nation of people that are grateful for the smallest, smallest things. Well, you know, Sylvia, I saw a church sign the other day that says, we should live for a cause, not for man's applause. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I thought that's a very clever sign, but, absolutely. you know, it, it got me thinking, you know, every person should be supporting a cause. Mm. And uh, obviously you picked Watoto to be a cause that uh, you're going to, you know, sow your life into and partner yep. with as an ambassador for them. Yeah. And uh, I just hope and pray that many people find out about Watoto through uh, your platform that God's given you. Mm. Uh, and uh, so, what, so what are your plans? Are you gonna? Are you gonna? You know, tour with the Watoto Choir? You know, like. <laughs> Look, I would love to. I would love to. I think I'd, I'd get in the way. I think. <laughs> yeah, you'd rather have them sing. The way they dance. <laughs> yeah, when they dance too, oh, they can move those They're kids. Incredible. But I'm, um, I'm doing their gala. They've got a couple of gala dinners. One yeah. is happening um, in Sydney and one in Melbourne. Right. And you know, anybody can go to that. So any of your listeners that. Are, that are interested, they can go to um, the Watoto website yep. and all the details are on there. So I'm going to be at that. I will definitely go to some of the concerts that they're doing when they come out in May. Um, and I would ideally, I would love to be able to sing with them. Yeah. You know, get a song and, you know, work it with them. I worked with a choir, one of the church choirs over there, and uh, they are naturally gifted yeah. with a beautiful sound and amazing ears, the way they harmonise together and their spirit is what um, touches you the most, I think. Well, Sylvie, I reckon you're a history maker. It's been wonderful to hear from you today and we pray that the Lord continues to open up doors for you in uh, all the areas that you're working in with and uh, God bless all the Watoto kids all around the world, wherever they're travelling. Uh, they're an amazing bunch. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Sylvie Palladino. Thanks for having me, Matt. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. 
There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater, and why don't you go and make history? History Makers. Order your flash drive with 20 of the best History Makers interviews now at historymakers.tv for just $19.95. All proceeds will help History Makers Radio and TV share the gospel all around the world. Order now at station sponsor, historymakers.tv. You'll hear interviews from Mark Burnett, producer of the Bible series and Survivor. Musicians like Paul Coleman, Mark Schultz and George McArdle from the Little River Band. Also Kate Brax, winner of MasterChef 2011, former Olympian Elka Whalen and many more. Order now at historymakers.tv.